The gang's all here. We have to listen to the youth. Otherwise, we are doomed to have sex with only old people. <gasps> and Orange, you so glad. I'm gonna call Heather. Automatic voice message. Oh, I think I was just declined. That wasn't a decline, that was a block. <laughs> I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, December 1st. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. ABC has finally made official what we already knew but was unconfirmed until now. Clayton Eckerd will star on season 26 of The Bachelor. Clayton was eliminated on the November 23rd episode of The Bachelorette. But before his tearful goodbye to Michelle, the 28-year-old medical sales rep from Missouri didn't make much of an impression on the viewing audience. Hopefully things turn around for him on his own season. The complete cast for ABC's upcoming Live in Front of a Studio audience, The Facts of Life and Different Strokes, has been announced, and some very famous faces are rounding out a star-studded lineup. ABC has announced that Jennifer Aniston, Gabrielle Union, Allison Tolman, and Katherine Hahn will be taking on The Facts of Life roles made famous by original stars Lisa Welchel, Kim Fields, Mindy Cohn, and Nancy McKeon, respectively. Aniston will play Blair, while Union will play Tootie, Tolman will take on the role of Natalie, and Han will be Joe. Live in front of a studio audience, The Facts of Life and Different Strokes airs Tuesday on ABC. And first reactions to Steven Spielberg's West Side Story are in, and they tell what could shape up to be an award season fairy tale. Following the film's premiere Monday night, journalists heaped on the praise for the likely Oscar contender. EW's own Leah Greenblatt admitted that while, quote, nobody needed to mess with the story of the original Stephen Sondheim and Leonard Bernstein stage production, Spielberg ultimately found a way into the story for contemporary audiences. Leah tweeted, quote, it's great looking and largely faithful to the text with a few smart, respectful tweaks and a young cast I now want to see in everything. You can check out more of those reactions at EW.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out our January issue cover story featuring Matrix stars Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss, as well as other news, reviews, interviews, and more. All right, let's get the gang together for our number three pick, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Tonight, the FXX sitcom kicks off its record-breaking 15th season, which makes Sunny the longest-running live-action sitcom by season count in American TV history. A lot has changed in the two years since season 14 aired, but Mac, Dennis, Charlie, D, and Frank are still the same as ever. Or at least trying to be. This season, we'll see the gang try to exploit pandemic aid, sidestep cancel culture, evade criminal justice, reflect on their origins, and reconcile their identities and homeland roots with a trip to Ireland while trying to decide who they'll become in the cultural upheaval that is 2021. Here's a preview. Welcome to my acting workshop. People in positions of power will try and bang you. I don't trade roles for sex. Damn feminists ruin everything. Fine. I was in business with Jeffrey Epstein. What? I was on the sex island, but only for the snorkeling. Oh. oh. 
Michael Kelly dying from eating rocks, which he thought were eggs. Man, I made that mistake. I want to become a Catholic priest. I only want the big man upstairs, the only man that can fill me up. Well, him and a son and the Holy Spirit. I'll take all three of them at once. Yep, Sonny is still Sonny, always willing to go anywhere and do anything for a laugh. Of course, that can lead to some pretty outrageous days on set. Here is star Caitlin Olsen on her wildest day of filming on season 15, which involved Dee sinking into a bog and emerging as a mud-covered swamp creature. Production built a bog and filled it with some sort of material that was supposedly safe because I had to go completely under and it was just going to get absolutely everywhere, and it did. Um, and so we're shooting the scene, and it's like the middle of the night. It's freezing cold. I'm soaked in mud, and I have to go under just, I mean, it's not real mud, but I have to go under once to get the shot where I come out of the bog. <laughs> and coming out is a scene where I look like a crazy swamp creature, and I uh, climb out and go running off into the woods. And right before we shot, we were rolling, and the AD came over and said, okay, well, when you come out, just be really careful because there are a bunch of holes in the ground right here, here, and here. Don't step in them. And um, also stay really, really close to the bog so you stay in the shot. Otherwise, we'll, you'll run out of the shot and we won't be able to use it. So I was like, great, no problem. Walked through it, knew what I was doing. So, you know, ideally you're only doing this once because it's miserable. So I go under, come out, open my eyes and start the scene, and my eyes fill with whatever sediment this bog is made of. I was like, oh, I can't see anything. It's excruciating. I'm trying to do the scene. I get out of the bog. I'm trying to remember where the holes are and to stay close to it so I don't ruin the shot. And I can't see anything. And I'm like, all I'm thinking is, I'm not doing this again, so don't trip and don't ruin the shot. And I I could barely walk. I was like half screaming, half trying to remember my lines. Anyway, that was my most excruciating day on set this particular season. And there's something like that every year. Some things really do never change. The 15th season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia kicks off with a two-episode premiere tonight at 10 on FXX, which will be available to stream tomorrow on FX on Hulu. Number two. Now we are heading west for our number two pick, the new movie The Power of the Dog. The Netflix film marks the return of director Jane Campion, who hasn't made a feature since 2009's Bright Star, but has made a roaring comeback with this tense, formidable western. Benedict Cumberbatch stars as Phil Burbank, a cowboy who runs a ranch in 1920s Montana with his brother George, played by Jesse Plemons. Phil's authority is never questioned until George marries a widow named Rose, played by Kirsten Dunst, who comes to live in the Burbank's mansion with her son Peter, played by Cody Smith-McPhee, enraging the cruel, unpredictable Phil. Here is a bit of the trailer. I wonder what little lady made these. I did, sir. Brother Phil? Open up the gate, let him out. You sure he's not ready? Go on, let him out. It's just a man. 
only another man. Well, this is not just another performance for Benedict Cumberbatch, who is earning rave reviews for his turn as Phil and seems like a shoe-in for this year's Best Actor Oscar race. The Sherlock star recently stopped by EW's The Awardist podcast to talk about the film and the challenges the role presented. It's the longest I've ever been in character. But, you know, we're in New Zealand. There are all sorts of technical reasons. I wasn't surrounded by America or Americans, so there was that to hold on to the character for, but also how far away, I guess, he, would, he is from me. And just to try and try and give as much possibility to being him as I possibly could, you know? And that just meant slightly different all-day approach as opposed to on and off. I got very British at the weekends. I did, I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm body shaming you, I'm torturing you psychology, psychologically, it's so horrible. And like, it's the job, you know, they're very cool about it. I want a job, it's an amazing job, but yeah, there are times when you kind of go, wow, okay. It's a heavy thing to do on a day and you kind of want to reconnect with the human beings who you're playing with just to reassure them that it's not, yeah, there's no sort of subsidiary joy to it, it's it's a job. So yeah, I did, I reconnected at the weekends and, we, and we're really good friends and we all got it, we're all on the same page. Indeed, the rest of this movie's major players seem bound for Oscar nods as well. It is truly not to be missed. You can experience The Power of the Dog on Netflix right now and be sure to check out that full interview with Cumberbatch on The Awardist, available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's trivia time. What Emmy-winning actress did Kirsten Dunst replace in The Power of the Dog after the film was first announced? Elizabeth Moss, Rachel Brosnahan, or Claire Danes? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Game of Thrones star Gemma Whelan has moved from Westeros to East London for the new British detective show, The Tower, debuting today on BritBox. Whelan also had a very British answer when we asked her the question, what you watching? At the moment, I am watching The Great British Bake Off. Oh, I have been, it's just finished. And I'm, I just loved it. We've got a newborn. So it's just beautiful, easy TV. I think they got the cast really right this year. Like everyone was so likable. And we we're all so thrilled that, I don't want to spoil it, but the person who won, won. And who doesn't know to watch people baking and in high stakes scenarios in a hot tent? It's better drama than succession, may I say. <laughs> well, that is a bold statement if I've ever heard one. You can decide for yourself. The latest season of The Great British Baking Show is now streaming in full on Netflix as the season finale dropped last Friday. And be sure to check back this Friday for the season premiere of the show's Holiday Edition. Gotta say, it is quite the sweet treat. 
And now, welcome back to the OC for our number one pick, The Real Housewives of Orange County. Bravo's original housewives are back, and back to basics, after a heavy season featuring two COVID diagnoses and one cult trauma confession. For season 16, Heather Dubrow is making her triumphant return to the franchise after five years away, with a refreshing premiere putting her center stage and letting her show off her peerless hosting skills and her 22,000-square-foot mansion, of course. New Housewives Dr. Jen Armstrong and Noella Bergner also make their arrivals in the premiere just in time for the drama to be set into motion by a shocking rumor almost as soon as the champs has been popped. Here's a preview. I'd rather look old than weird. Me too. We can freeze that. (laughs) Being a physician, perfect. There's a lot of people in Orange County that look like cat muppets, and I think some of them have been in this chair. You look like I gave birth to you. (laughs) Oh, look at him with the shirt off. So Ryan never wears a shirt. Did you ever think we'd be married 13 years? I thought I'd be dead by now. (laughs) I thought I would have murdered you. I love Heather. She brings me to fancy Cheers to New York. All right. You killed me. Gina. She's super cool. Yeah, no, she's, she's, she's. Well, talk about a pregnant pause right there. As we said, the drama gets off and running pretty much right away in the premiere. Here's Dubrow to talk about how the season's first party kicked things into high gear. I thought it was going to be like a big, hey, let's get to know each other. Let the games begin, you know? <laughs> let's all get to know each other. I want to see everyone's personalities. I want... And it goes so far off the rails and, and like fractionizes, is that a word? And it like completely obliterates this group that I didn't even get to know some of the girls for weeks because we were all dealing with the repercussions of what happened at the very first party. I mean, it was just, and the first party happened very early on. It was just insane. And I mean, it's in the first episode. So, uh, yeah, like crazy. Housewives fans, we are in for quite the season. It all begins tonight at 9 p.m. on Bravo. Trivia. And now the answer to today's trivia question. What Emmy-winning actress did Kirsten Dunst replace in The Power of the Dog after the film was first announced? Elizabeth Moss, Rachel Brosnahan, or Claire Danes? Don't be mad if you didn't get this one. The answer is Elizabeth Moss, who previously worked with Campion on the BBC miniseries Top of the Lake in 2013. Dunst's husband, Jesse Plemons, also came aboard the film after an actor dropped out, replacing Paul Dano due to scheduling conflicts with The Batman. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.